Daniel Dye joining us here in the Freak Nation. ARCA Series winner last night, Berlin Raceway. We, of course, we're looking on your Twitter timeline here, buddy. Uh, what's this about a Code Brown moment? What's that that is so important? Yeah, um, I mean, I, you know, I, don't, I mean, I don't think we need to go into detail about what a Code Brown is, but uh, <laughs> you know, it was definitely a Code Brown moment. I, I was all confident or whatever. We've been having good restarts all day, and then like going into three, you know, I get everything but turned there and uh and yeah I mean, there's there's really no other words that you can use in public that uh you know like code brown's just a, an easy way to uh to describe that but that's that's what it was it was a code brown did you have to relay to either your father or your spotter or someone that uh, hey uh, i just about had a code brown movement on that last move on, coming out of three well you know i've I needed to I needed to change my drawers there after that race. Uh, you know, it, it was pretty scary having a great day, and then and that happened. Uh, but now we were, we were good. It was a good day. Uh, but yeah, that that was a scary moment for sure. I thought it was all over. Daniel dies the ARCA Series winner at Berlin Raceway. Daniel, you finished in front of two pretty good drivers, Heim and Gibbs. How'd you pull it off? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not quite so sure that it was me pulling it off uh my crew chief chad bryant's never finished worse than second there and i think he's won the last i think that makes it three races so uh, i can't really take a bunch of the credit um you know a lot of that's on him but yeah, i mean ty and Corey have been you know they kind of nobody else has led a lap in arca this year except them too uh up until lap one of last night's race uh, so yeah, it was, uh, it's pretty crazy. And, and hearing that, like at times they'd be like, Chad was yelling at me to slow down at, at some points because I was running too quick. What? So that was good to hear and good to hear that we're quicker than, uh, the 18 and that the twenties, you know, straight away back on him. And I got a straight away on the 18. So yeah, I mean, I, I knew, he probably, you know, with the experience that he had, probably could have outraced me if we got a caution. Uh, so I was, I was hoping the whole time that we just stayed caution free. I tried to uh, get after it pretty good on that last restart, and it, it worked out. Uh, and you know, we just drove away. And then there at the end, I think he, if he had probably five more laps, he would have had it, but he didn't. So it was all mine. You're being awfully modest giving a lot of credit to Brian, duly so. I get that. He and the crew, obviously. But you're the one sitting behind the wheel and having to go lap after lap after lap and not lose focus when you are leading this thing. I mean, how do you kind of control yourself in a situation like that? You know who's chasing you. Like you said, the two guys that have won every race this year. Yet you held them off for a very long time. Mentally, that's a lot easier said than done. Yeah, uh, I guess that's a good way to put it. Um, that was pretty scary, uh, but it was kind of like I raced a I raced a Super Late ball against Kyle Busch last year around this time, and he I beat I beat him, and he was he was behind me, and that was pretty scary, you know, because he's Kyle Busch, <laughs> and you know he's he's the best there is, and and that I mean, Ty is the the Kyle Busch of Arca. Uh, I mean that's 
that's just how it is. He's a wheel man and, and he rarely doesn't get it done. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not a good feeling knowing that the guy that kicks everybody's butt is, I mean, it is cause you're beating him, but it's not cause you know that he wants it just as bad as I do. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was cool to have him in, in the rear view mirror, but Chad calmed me down. He, uh, you know, just kind of talked to me like I was a two-year-old and it was nap time or something. He was just trying to keep me calm and, you know, easy, easy on the gas, but, you know, stay smooth, this, that, and the other. And, uh, he said, we talked about quarter midget racing before the race. Uh, that's, that's what I did before I moved into lane models and, uh, and he said over the radio, you know, just think of it, think of it as a quarter major race, bud, you know, just kind of calm down, start breathing. Cause I, and he, he was, he said, he told me to start breathing and he was right. Cause I wasn't breathing. It was a, it was one of them scary things. So, uh, yeah, he just kept me, kept me grounded, kept me, uh, kept me focused. And, and that's, I mean, it, it it doesn't quite feel real yet. I think is the thing. Um, you know, I was crying last night or whatever. I mean, it felt, you know, all the emotions. But um, I don't know. It didn't really feel real then because we just ran away with it, and there was really no pressure ever uh, during the race. And it was, you know, to be told to slow down when you're leading uh, doesn't quite make sense to me. So that just knowing that and all that stuff was helping me stay calm and, and, you know, do what we did last night. Daniel, you bought up quarter midgets and super late models. Which discipline got you ready for the success you're having now? Um, uh, I don't know because the supers are honestly so much different than, than the Arca cars because, because they're, you know, 600 pounds lighter. Um, I tested a super on Wednesday at, at uh, at Berlin there with Terry Schenker, who's kicked everybody's butt. And, um, and, you know, he was a big help in, in figuring out the racetrack, but supers are so much different. I think it's just race craft though. Um, you know, anything you can race, obviously it's, it's good to do so. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just so much different and, and to do, to get success with, with GMS so quick, cause that was only my third race with those guys. Um, <laughs> You know, it, it was pretty cool. They they've helped me a lot trying to uh, figure out these bigger cars. They know I'm I'm new to the whole Arca scene, so um, yeah, it was pretty wild. Daniel Dye joining us here in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night, his first Arca National win, of course, on General Tires. And in in talking about, you just mentioned something about you've got to get in in the seat of something to just keep yourself going. I, I can't remember your exact words and I apologize for that, but you're talking about racing many different things. Are you then, you sound like it, a fan of the Kyle Larson, the Mario Andretti, the Tony Stewart lifestyle of get me a car. I'm going to drive it. I want to drive four to five times a week. Kyle Larson is, is incredible. Uh, you know, in the cup car right now because of he was racing last night and he was racing the night before. And and the thing is, so Josh Wise is the uh, is the, the um, driver's edge development trainer, and uh, and he told us if we could be in a go kart, you know, we should because driving is the best thing. Like you work out so that you're a good race car driver, or whatever. Like you try and do things that 
you would do in the race car. And I think why Kyle is so much better than everybody is number one, he drives different things and he understands car control. It doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be a cup car or, uh, you know, or a sprint car or a late model or a silver pound car. He just understands like physics of a race car with four tires and power. And he just understands it better than anybody else. Um, and also because he races five or six times a week, he's more in shape than anybody out there. And I think that's why he's good. So, um, I would have to, I mean, if I could, I'd be racing, you know, sprint cars every day too. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it just makes sense. If, if you can race all the time, you should, um, you know, it's, it's not going to do anything but help you. Daniel Dye, it's frustrating for the fans when one or two, three drivers win all the races. How frustrating is it for the other drivers, especially you, to see two guys, Heim and Gibbs, be at the front all the time? I mean, for me, my whole deal, you know, obviously wanted to win races, but coming into this thing with GMS, it's a completely different um, atmosphere that I've been used to. Um, and I was looking forward to uh learning mainly so i mean obviously you want to win you you come to a racetrack to win you'll come to a racetrack to finish fourth um but yeah i mean ty and Corey are great obviously ty goes in the 54 and, and his grandpa stuff and and kicks butt there and he's a heck of a wheel man and same with Corey, you know he's he's got some of those big super late model wins and in some of those big arca wins and uh, they both have really, really good equipment. So it's, uh, you know, it was good to kind of dethrone those guys. Yeah, I've been looking at social media and, you know, initially when when we first announced the deal, there was a few negative comments because nobody knew who I was, and that's completely fair. Um, and, you know, what did this guy do to to deserve this? Um, but, you know, now that, now that we won last night and we dethroned the, the two guys that, haven't i mean they're the only people that led laps all year like i said earlier so i mean we, we beat them and and everybody loves it i think everybody wanted a new winner minus the <laughs> the super mega ty gibbs fans and super mega Corey Heim fans but i mean it was i mean they've it's got to get boring when there's only two people winning all year so we just had to throw our name in the hat there well daniel who do you want to reach out to to improve your donut game? Oh man, I don't know who who's done good donuts. I you know you know as good as Joey Logano. I think it was like Auto Club or something a year or two ago, and he he uh, he got after it pretty good. I I didn't quite have that speed like he did to do those like four loops or whatever. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I've I've watched the video probably about ten times now, and I think for my first time, it's <laughs> It's okay, but I mean, I was laying in the chip there in first gear. I, I assumed I should be in first gear, but uh, there wasn't a whole lot of smoke. So I think next time, if I'm allowed to, you know, my dad always told me the first time I win a race, or if I ever win a race, you're not going to do a burnout because it's too expensive. Oh. Uh, but Chad came over the radio and he said, all right, I'm going to teach you how to do a burnout. You know, put all this front brake into it. I was like, all right, well, he told me to do it. Sorry, dad. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, obviously, I, I don't, I'm not big time enough to reach out to Joey Logano. I just 
better hop on YouTube, but probably put it in second gear. That'll be the first start. We look forward to more. Race to Stop Suicide is on the hood of your car. Why is that a charity that you and your old man started? Yeah, um, so, <coughs> excuse me, um, we live in Volusia County, and the, the county next to us, Flagler County, um, about three years ago, I believe, was number one in the state of Florida as far as suicide numbers go. And Volusia was right there next to it, um, like most impacted by it. So um, we partnered with Halifax Health. They're the, uh, the main hospital here in Volusia and Flagler County. Um, and we partnered with them and, and you know, started trying to um, get some resources out there and uh and help people out and you know really just get the conversation started you know get people to talk about it um get it out on social media stuff like that and since then um i heard this statistic it was probably like two or three weeks ago july 4th weekend um that flagler has now moved outside of the top 10 like since oh, wow. that year we started up until now so obviously um you know, the county and the state have been working to lower those numbers, and we've been working with the uh, local governments to get some resources out there and really try and, and pressure them to do better. Um, and I think it's been working. And, and and we've had people reach out to us and thank us. And even actually last night um, in Victory Lane, you know, it was really cool. A bunch of fans came and took pictures of me and the trophy in the car and signed autographs and stuff. But I mean, I had a handful of people thank me for having, uh, you know, race stop suicide on the car. So, um, you know, stuff like that, you never know those people's stories and, and what goes on at home and in the background. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, I'm, I'm really proud to, to carry it on the race car. Um, and to finally get in victory lane. I mean, NASCAR retweeted, uh, the video me went in like there's, there's a couple million people that might see that. And, you know, if we can change one person's mind, it's worth it. Again, Freak Nation running on those general tires. First big boy series win for the ARCA series, Daniel Dye out of Berlin Raceway, joining us here in the Lucas Oil Studios. Let's not make this the last time you join us, buddy. Meaning, let's go beat the bejesus out of the Gibbs and Heim camps another time. Yeah, that's that's the plan. We, uh, we got five more chances, Adams. Let's make last night happen again, and then we'll be right back on the phone again. Daniel, thanks, buddy. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on.